Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Big Friends Podcast. My name is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of Big Friends Vitiligo Support Community. We are a nationally recognized support organization. We're delighted to come to you uh, with our show. My show is entitled The Journey with Vitiligo, where I interview members of our community as they share with us their journey of living with vitiligo. Our shows are being sponsored by My Vitiligo's team. And right now I ask that you sit back, relax, and enjoy my show. Thank you. Well, hello, friends, vitiligo community, wherever you are in the world today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our Vit Friends podcast. Again, my name is Valerie Molyneux, founder, president, CEO of this amazing organization with a goal to reach the globe, sharing hope, sharing encouragement, and offering support to our community. It is our desire, like I said, to reach the globe, and that's what we're doing. We just want to give you some stats. Uh, In 2010, I started this podcast, and so it's been some time. Today, today, June 21st, I am proud to report that we are at our 101 episode. This is our 101 episode. Uh, and we have a total of over 10,090 10, listeners across the globe. I have passed the mantle on to my co-leader of North Carolina in the person of Mark Braxton, who is helping for the last, what, two years, I believe, um, doing a tremendous job trying to get us show, get shows on the air at least several times a week. And with him at the helm, I'm sure he will be reporting re- um, very soon the places, the countries, the nations that we are reaching. And we are just so delighted to be able to touch lives. And we appreciate your messages, your text messages, your email messages. We also ask that when you listen to these shows, you can always leave a comment at the bottom. But most importantly, you can click on follow, and what follow does is whenever there's a show, you will be notified that there's an upcoming show. So would you please do that for us? Click on follow so that you can be following and getting the notices as to when these shows are coming up. We hope everyone is getting excited and getting prepared because within the next three days, we will all convene in Minnesota. We're grateful to the Vic Friends leader, Alicia, and her assistant, Tiffany. They are preparing for us. Vitiligo Nation will be once again together after not being together in person for the last two years. And so we're excited about that. Also wanted to, you know, give all these announcements up front so that I don't disturb my special guest later. 
wanted to let you know that in celebration of World Vitiligo Day on June 25th, bridges, some bridges across the nation will be um, lighting up in purple to celebrate our colors and our community. Here in Massachusetts, there'll be four bridges. Um, so we're asking you to look out for that. Bridges in Minnesota, many bridges in Minnesota, many bridges in Florida, and also in North Carolina, Charlotte, and Raleigh will have bridges uh, lit up in our honor. We're excited. This is the first time um, we here at the Vitiligo community um, is doing that, thanks to the um, the idea of our leader there in North Carolina, Katrina Christian and Terrell Midget. Thank you both for this idea. And going forward, this is something that we want to do. We want to encourage all of our Vitiligo community group leaders to reach out to their state. It takes nothing to do it. And so Alicia out of Minnesota, our uh, marketing rep, We'll um, follow up on that and give you quite or early notice as to when to get that done. And finally, um, just wanted to throw this out. And again, Mark Braxton, our engineer, will share more about that. We're hoping that in 2023, we want to offer podcast space to members of our community who may want to do a show. It will cost you a lot on other spots but we are going to do the bare minimum and get you on our show. Once again, our shows are being sponsored by My Vitiligo's team. They have chosen to partner with us to get these broadcasts out there, and so we're grateful. And that is our announcement for today. Here in Boston, it's a beautiful 68 degrees, and we're just grateful that this beautiful Tuesday is ours to share. We, we're grateful and thankful to God. Today, my special guest is Natasia. I'm going to mess it up, but she's going to help me fix it. She is <laughs> out of New York City, and so I want no more delays. I'm going to go right now to New York City. Hello, Natasia. How are you? Hi. I'm okay. Did I do it right? No. <laughs> it's Natasia. I know, it's all right. I get it all the time. It's okay. Natasia. Say it one more time. Natasia. Natasia. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. welcome Natasia. She is a person with vitiligo, and she is our author for this month. So let's jump right into the deep end. Let's not delay any longer. Natasia, tell us, who is Natasia, really? Tell us a little about yourself. Okay, well, uh, good morning, first of all, to everyone out yeah. there listening. Uh, my name is Natasia Khadija Cordry. I'm born and raised in New York City. Um, I work for the city of New York, and I've been employed with them for about 15 years. Um, I've had vitiligo for about 30 years because uh, I got it when I was about seven, so... It's been over 30 years, the journey, and, you know, I had my hard days, and now I'm just happy that I'm having all good days. I can say that. And it wasn't easy, but this is where I am. So is Natasia a wife, mother, how, how, any, any, 
Any of that um, you can't No, I'm not, I'm not married, but um, I'm hoping to be soon, and awesome. hopefully I'll have children soon. Awesome. Well, we welcome you, and we want to delve in. I stumble across your book on Facebook, and I was intrigued with the cover, so I wanted more. And so I'm grateful that you sent me a book to review, and upon reviewing your mm-hmm. book, it's is highly recommended. So let's jump in the deep end. You've told us that you've had vitiligo for some years. You said it started when you were seven. Tell us yes. a little about as much of seven-year-old Natasia that you can remember with vitiligo in first or second grade, uh, wherever you were. How was that for you? I remember it being really hard because uh, as I put in the book, it was about I was about six or seven, and it was the summertime, so I was really excited about the summer, as any kid would be. You know, you don't have to go to school anymore. And then, like, one day I just woke up, and I had a spot on my face near my mouth, and my mm. mom was like, you better go clean your face, girl. And I'm like, I did clean my face. The, the spot just wouldn't come off. And then... Uh, she put some ointments on it, just thinking maybe it was a rash of some sort. And mm-hmm. then eventually it started to spread. So, you know, that caused a lot of self-esteem issues for, for me. And it kind of ruined my summer because normally I was, you know, a jolly person and just happy to go out with my friends. And that was like a really difficult time. So uh, later on, my mom made an appointment for me with a dermatologist. And that's when after some tests, we found out that I had vitiligo. Now, here you are, six, seven. Um, let's move into your preteen and into your teen years, because into those teen years, you're beginning to feel yourself and, you know, a little glamour, a little boyfriend. How was that for you, handling that at that young age? So for me, uh, like I said, at first it was really difficult, being that it was that summer, so when I had to go back to school that September, it was just terrible, like, as far as the bullying goes. And, you know, I even lost some friends because it just, maybe for them, they just didn't understand as well. And I barely understood what was going on. Uh, so I really was a shy person. I was covering up. And then I would say, like, about uh, maybe eight years old, like, I told my mom one day, like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't put stockings underneath my shorts and cover mm-hmm. my feet and wear long sleeve clothing. In the summer, I just stepped into that self-esteem, and I just said, you know what? I'm beautiful inside and out just like everybody else. Sure. And sure. Uh, my teen, teenage years got better because with self-esteem, you know, you get a little more respect from people. And yeah. I just became honestly really popular more than anything. So, there will always be that uh, side with the bullies on it. And then there was always a lot of people standing up for me and just having my back. And, you know, we would make jokes back on other people, whatever it took just to survive. But, you know, I, I really had a strong support system as far as my exactly. sisters and my mom and my dad. So I think that plays a big role as well. Well, you know, then thank goodness, you, you know, self-esteem – came upon you, and now you're moving into high school and college and, and dating. How how was that part for you as we ride this uh, journey? High school, 
high school was was uh, pretty much the same as like junior high school. There was always bullies, and then there were always people that like stood by my mm-hmm. side. I've always mm-hmm. had like one male best friend, one female best friend, and they were with me pretty much throughout my life. They still are. So mm-hmm. uh, again, that really helped me going into these new schools and meeting all these new people. And I think them just seeing that, like I held my head up high and I didn't let the bullying affect me, it kind of just made them want to get to know me more. So at first, of course, it's always hard when you first come into a new school. You have to, you know, let people know who you are. And I I thank God I I was able to do that. And, you know, college was, was pretty much the same. I was a little more shy in college because that was totally new for me. I didn't know anybody in there. But I think adults were just a little more accepting and welcoming than than the kids. I can say Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, your journey from the onset to here we are up to college, you seems as though you handled that really, really well. And we commend you. You're a great role model for any of our teens that will hear this broadcast. We want to let them know it can be done. Natasha, it can be be done. Go ahead. Yes. No, I I was going to say I I really believe having a strong support system plays a, a major role. Yes. Absolutely does. Let me ask you another question. Now, here you are at seven. Was your mom aware of vitiligo? Did anyone around you have vitiligo? Is it a family history? Do you know anything about vitiligo at that early stage? So, no. At that early stage, we didn't know anything about it. Honestly, we probably never even seen anybody with it. It wasn't Mm. until it started to spread more on me that we started to notice it on other people. And then mm-hmm. as the years went on, I do have a, a aunt who, uh, she's deceased now, but she also had vitiligo. She had some on her hands and her feet. Mm. She was she was way lighter than me, so hers wasn't as noticeable, but uh, right. I did have an aunt that had it as well. Yeah, yeah. So you can really But we were so confused. We didn't know what it was. Hello? 